Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Hope you had a marvelous Labor Day weekend. Thank you for listening to the program. Very excited. We're just a couple days away from the NFL season getting underway officially a real game it counts thursday night football chiefs against a pretty interesting detroit lions team and to make sense of it to talk a little nfl our guy steve burline longtime former nfl quarterback nfl analyst joins me now what's up steve bill man it's what a week fired up about everything that's going on in the world but especially about week one of the nfl season man it's a great time of year Steve, I'm so pumped. And we look, we know what the Chiefs are. We know how obviously how good they are, how good Mahomes is. Are you on the hype train? Are you on the belief train for for Detroit? Do do you think in that division in the NFC they they can be legitimately compelling as a, at least a playoff team, maybe more? You know, I do look at them as a playoff team for sure and and, and that's the kind of team I think that uh you, you look at how young they are and how how talented they are um, in both sides of the ball. You know their their defense obviously uh, can get better, but I, I think they're a very uh, capable defense, and I think they're the kind of team in general that if they get the confidence going early in the season and and stay healthy, which as we know is a key for everybody, um, they they could do some damage and. Yeah, they got a quarterback. Say what you want about Jared Goff, uh, but he's proven to be pretty darn resilient. How he's rebuilt himself there in Detroit, and he's already played in one Super Bowl. It didn't go great, but he's been there before. And uh, I think his teammates look at him and they realize that, and they believe that if they if they do what they're supposed to do, he can find a way to get his job done and give them a chance to be a really good football team. So I, I, I have them really as the best team in that division. And and one of the top you know three teams potentially in the NFC. So I, I really like the Detroit Lions. I'm very bullish on them, and wouldn't be surprised if they went deep this year. Steve, obviously a a pretty stiff challenge for them to start the season against the Chiefs. But if you're looking for silver linings, if you're playing Kansas City, at least from a non Kansas City perspective, Chris Jones is still holding out. He's obviously massively important to what Kansas City does defensively. To what degree do you think this does or doesn't imperil the Chiefs' goals and aspirations if this holdout becomes a long-term reality? Well, I think as far as Chris Jones and the Chiefs go, I mean, that 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 is a 
he he is obviously the key to that defense, and I think without him as the force that he is uh, in the middle of that defense, or what, you know, using him how they do use him and the impact that he makes, uh, I think they're a very average defense. I, I don't think there's anybody else on that defense that really scares anybody, and so. Uh, you get one guy like that, it's like if the New York Jets lost Quentin Williams, you know. Uh, he, he's those, These are the guys that really, when offenses look at the game plan for the week, they say, this guy right here is a game wrecker. If we cannot control him, uh, we do not have a chance. And Chris Jones is one of those guys. He knows he's one of those guys. And that will be a, a huge story throughout the course of the year. And as far as Detroit goes, is been playing them in week one. I think it's a perfect scenario for them. You know, where, even if they lose the game, uh, to start the season 0 and 1 is not, as we as we all know, that's not the end of the world for them. Uh, but it'll give them a great chance to to really measure themselves, see where they're at, and if they do find a way to come out on top and win that game, you know, they're off and running. They've beaten the world champs, and they believe they can beat anybody now. So uh, I think it's a it's a really interesting and exciting game. Uh, to start this season off, and it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how it works out. Steve, do you have any worries or concerns about the Chiefs taking a step back just in terms of offensive production or just the level they're at or after whatever we're at four years of Mahomes? Is it for you just a, a lock that they're going to be what we expect them to be? Well, I, I don't think it's a lock at all. I think that division is a little bit sneaky uh, good uh, compared to, to, I think, what people – um, uh, you know, I think coming out of last year with the taste they had in their mouth about the AFC West, I'm not too strong with what happened with the Chargers, with what happened with the Broncos. Um, I think you look at them and you say, uh, this is a year that, that if they, if they start slow like they did last year, uh, and then, and they've, they've shown they've had a propensity to kind of come out of the gates a little bit slow, uh, the last couple of years, um, you know, I think one of these other teams, and they're Justin Herbert and the L.A. Chargers, if uh, I almost said San Diego again, but if they come out hot and get going and stay healthy, I think they can play with anybody. I think Denver with Sean Payton in control now is going to kind of really change that thing, turn it around. If they get some confidence going, if Russell just plays decent, the Denver Broncos can be a good football team. So I, I think that there's – uh, it, it's going to be real. It, it's very, very hard for anybody to sustain and keep it going for more than a couple years in a row. And the Chiefs have been so amazing with Patrick Mahomes, but you know they're due for a little bit of a, a, a slip, I think. And uh, I think there's a lot of teams that are hungry to try and knock them off that perch. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened this year. Steve Berline here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. This is CBS Sports Radio. Steve, contracts, money, right? Got folks want to get paid what they think they're worth that that's the reality of the world certainly the nfl bosa holding out we talked about jones holding out mike evans going to want to get paid i mean it's just it's the deal joe burrow is still waiting to get a new contract with the Bengals. is there any reason from your perspective any concern that this hasn't been done yet or do you think this is just a matter of it's a big number they're going to get it done and everything will be copacetic in cincinnati I, I think it's a it's a matter of time, and I, I love the way that Joe Burrow's handling it. And uh, you know, he's not not rocking the boat. Uh, everybody knows that that he's he's a team guy. He's there, and he, he's going to uh, show up ready to go, whether they get that contract done this week, next week, whenever they get it done. Uh, he, he's 
he's not going to let that distract the football team. And I love that about him. He, he's, he gets it. Uh, he, he's a guy that um, knows what he's worth, knows who he is. Uh, Cincinnati, I think, understands that as well. I think he's proven that to them. And uh, they're going to work this thing out. There's no doubt in my mind. And, and uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's announced today to be honest, or tomorrow going into the season to kind of give this team that lift as they start off uh, this 2023 season. Uh, But I have zero doubt it's going to get done here very soon because he deserves it and both sides want to get it done. Steve, we've talked a lot lot the last few years about Deshaun Watson for for reasons that largely have very little to do with football, but but he's back. It'll be the first full, complete season. I, I don't know if people remember this or not, but before he left the game for the reasons that he did, Statistically, I mean, he was almost at a Mahomes level, like what he could do. What is the likelihood you think he can reclaim his form and that Cleveland can be in a really difficult AFC, a legit a legit team, a legit contender? You know, I have very little doubt that he can do it physically. Uh, he's still at, a, at an age where uh, he can do all the things that made him special. And, and for the record, he, he was one of my top, you know, three quarterbacks in the NFL before all this stuff happened. I loved the trajectory that he was on and what he had proven uh, early in his career and the kind of player that he was. But, you know, it's like, you know, Tiger Woods going through what Tiger Woods went through. I'm not comparing him, you know, to Tiger in terms of how great Tiger was versus where Deshaun was. But in terms of when you go through some something like that, a public humiliation, and and your whole world is turned upside down literally for an extended period of time, it is very, very difficult to get your mind right and to get back and get that confidence level back up. I did not see the look in his eye last year at any point uh, that I was used to seeing out of him when he was really at the top of his game. Uh, Again, I don't doubt if he could do it physically. It's just a matter of whether he can get to the point where he – can put it all behind him and just say, hey, you know what? What's done is done. I am still Deshaun Watson. I'm still capable of being one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and I can do this. I'm going to show everybody. Uh, They have a good enough team around him where they should be a contender. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened, but that's going to be one of the great storylines this year, and it's a, a huge year for Deshaun Watson because we know, we all know, if he struggles again this year, uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him and that organization as to whether or not this is going to be the, the right fit moving forward. Uh, Steve Berline, is there anything you saw in the preseason, understanding that the preseason is the preseason, that changed or, or reinforced your view of any of these young rookie quarterbacks on whom there's going to be some, some serious expectations this upcoming season? No, you know, there really hasn't been anything. There's nothing that I think has happened that has really uh, – you know, made me believe that any one of these guys is a sure thing. Uh, I, I don't, I didn't believe that to be the case coming out of this draft. Um, you know, obviously Bryce Young is a guy that, that a lot of people are going to be watching. He's in a difficult situation as a, as a young quarterback and a team that really is kind of searching for an identity. Um, and, and the question I have about him, it, it's been the durability and whether or not he can step up and, and, and hold up for over the course of the 17-week season and, and beyond. Uh, he's going to go through a lot of growing pains. We'll see how resilient he is. And you go down the list, I'm not gonna, we're not going to go down and break down any of these, all these guys, but the bottom line is that none of them, I don't think, stepped up and showed 
that uh, they're going to be, uh, without a doubt, that guy that's going to that's going to be able to carry the the torch and the flag for that franchise for for many years to come. But I wouldn't be surprised if one or two of them were that guy. But I I also expect that uh, there's going to be some failure stories in this rookie class, as there usually is when they're when there uh, uh, are not those obvious guys coming out that are, uh, you know, the, 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 the real deal, the, the Justin Herberts, the Joe, Joe Burrows, the, um, the uh, you know, you look at, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank on uh, my, my favorite guy from the Colts back in the day. I just completely, oh, Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck. Andrew Luck, yeah, I mean, yeah. Those are guys that when they came out, there was no doubt that they were right. going to step up and be that guy. And I don't think there's anybody in this class that really is, has uh, hit me that way, struck me that way, even you know prior to the draft to coming into the season. So we'll see if any of these guys can separate themselves. Where do you think Caleb Williams will fall on the sure thing or not sure thing spectrum when he comes out? You next know, year? I, I think uh, if if he were coming out this year, I think with with his size and his overall ability his his uh his pocket presence and the type of quarterback he is i think he probably in my opinion would have been uh the top guy coming out this year and so he he will be a guy that barring something un, 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 unexpected happening in terms of injury or just a complete meltdown this year with uh, all the expectations i would expect him to be the obvious guy next year and and a guy that can step in and, and, and prove that he's ready to play right from the beginning uh, you know, I, there's obviously a lot of talk about him possibly ending up in, in Arizona and what the Cardinals are going to do this year with Kyler Williams and what their mentality is going to be throughout the course of the season. But, um, you know, I, I, I am of the belief that none of these coaches, none of these teams, none of these players are, are ever going to lay down and, 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 and play for that first pick. Um, you know, the organization is going to have some decisions to make as the season goes along with Kyler Murray. But, uh, I wouldn't be surprised either way. Caleb Williams, I think, is the real deal. He'll come out as the obvious guy next year, and I think he'll have a great career at the next level. Steve, last one for you. It's been a really interesting time in New England since Tom Brady left, and, and good and bad, but but certainly unusual not to have an offensive coordinator last year. Now, now Bill O'Brien is back. Well, for all the reasons that go into a quarterback's success or failure, and just as you, as you assess him, what is your confidence level that Mac Jones can and will be a success? Well, Bill O'Brien is going to be great for Mac Jones. I don't think there's any doubt about that. That situation that that was uh, created by choice uh, last year, Bill Belichick making the choice to to name Matt Patricia as the offensive coordinator, I think will go down as one of the the biggest head scratchers in the history of uh, of Bill Belichick's career for sure. Uh, but potentially, you know, in, in terms of offensive decision making in in recent history, uh, you, you just can't you can't put a young quarterback in that situation by choice. Uh, I really like Mac Jones. I, I don't, I, you know, he's he's a guy that's going to need a lot of support around him. But you put him in a situation where offensive coordinator knows what he's doing and knows how to get the best out of out of a player with his skill set, which I think his skill set is. Very similar to what Tom Brady had as a from a physical perspective, uh, you can build around him, and he will be a smart guy. He'll make good decisions. He'll protect the football, and he will not kill your football team uh, if you get him the right kind of a uh, system and the right kind of 
uh, well, you know, opportunity with the players around him. And I think Bill O'Brien will do that. Uh, you know, a lot of crazy stuff has happened, obviously, this year with the, what the decisions they made with Bailey Zappi and, you know, who's going to be their backup quarterback going into the season. Uh, but but uh, I think Mac Jones is going to step up and have a much more solid year this year just because of having Bill O'Brien in his corner and, and running that offense. Steve Berlin, my friend, oh, I love having you on, man. That was great. Thank you again for, for, for making time and making us smarter. You got it, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right, pal. Steve Berline. I love having Steve on the show. Former NFL quarterback, NFL analyst hanging out here on the program. Steve's one of those guys, I'm not going to say he's infallible, but he says things that sound maybe improbable or, or like a bold statement, and then they often come to pass. And his confidence, and he didn't say the Chiefs aren't going to win the division. He said, wouldn't surprise him if they don't. He thinks it's going to be a lot tougher, that that AFC West, than in years past. At Pretty Daddy CBS on Twitter. Folks, Tom has changed his Twitter handle to at Pretty Daddy CBS. How good is that? I, Tom, I can't. I, I was worried about you. I was so stunned by that decision. Did you think my wife did it for me? I don't know. I thought maybe you were drinking. I didn't. I didn't really understand what was happening. You tend to be inflexible at times. In I a mean, great listen. Way. You asked me to do something, and I deliver quickly. That same day, that's how I roll. Same day service from D Cell. Uh, we have a great buy or sell. What's your favorite? Actually, you know what? I did something that may, if you're getting to a literal scientific view, be super stupid as it relates to a fantasy draft. We're going to get into that and a bunch of headlines from sports when we come back next here on CBS Sports Radio. Best Thursday of the year is coming up, and it's all about NFL Opening Night Football. It's back, baby, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking new customers up with a can't-miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 bet in the NFL and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Don't wait till kickoff to get in on the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code Writer, R-E-I-T-E-R, my last name. New customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks. That's code Writer, R-E-I-T-E-R, only on sports, uh, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Must be present in state where lawful to wager. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Ren Resort, KS21 Plus H, various by jurisdiction, 40 in Ontario, CC. DKNG.co slash football for eligibility terms, responsible gaming resources, bonus bets expire seven days after issuance, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He's Bill Ryder, and he's always right. Have you ever been to um one of those places, Tom, where like they test you for allergies? Like, are you, they take your blood and stuff? Like, are you allergic to shellfish? You're allergic to? I cats? sure have, yeah, for sure. Have you had them test for an allergy to joy? It's Ryder than you on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back into the show. That's at Pretty Daddy CBS on Twitter. I'm so proud of Tom. Uh, this portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Tom, I'm going to tell you what I did. I'm going to give you the context. I'm going to king context this thing. Then you buy or sell. My Simple enough. Making. I'm ready to go. All right. A little context. My, my buddy Jeff, one of my best friends from college, every year takes Mahomes early. Wherever he is in the first round, he'll take Mahomes. He had him 12 this year, and he texted me taking Mahomes at 12. Mahomes projects to like 26 or 30, right? People don't take quarterbacks in the first round of the of the, of the of the fantasy drafts. So, A, I love the Chiefs. B, I love messing with my friend. But largely it's because this is the first year Henry, my son, again, before mentioned Henry, wanted to do fantasy with me. Now, he was running, running errands with his mom. So I was like, where is he? He wanted to do the draft with me. Missed half of it. But he wants to, we're doing it together, and he really wanted Mahomes. And so when we got – I took Patrick Mahomes at the fourth overall pick, largely to mess with my buddy and to make my son happy. Buy or sell that decision. Sell. <laughs> you got to tell – Henry, some sort of fib, right? You know your buddy, who I'm assuming you've been friends with a long time. What he told you he's going after Mahomes. He always goes after Mahomes. You got to say to Henry, like, hey, dude, I know you really love Patrick Mahomes, but, like, we're not allowed to take him right now. It's just the rules. It's not me telling you. It's just the rules of the fantasy draft. You can't take Patrick Mahomes and then use Henry as a cover-up. Well, whatever. I love screwing my buddy over. I, I just... It's pretty early to take a QB, and I definitely got made fun of in the draft room, but I enjoyed it. Also, here's the other thing. Mahomes is just fun to watch, and I like it's when you have him on your team, fantasy's more fun because he's thrilling to watch. I don't a machine. I don't dispute you on any of those points. But being but a he, good friend is what no, I'm No, there's none of that. Being a good friend is being like I actually put in the draft message thing, this is for you, Jeff. You took it to the next level. Oh, yeah. That's how it works. Fantasy's really just about talking bleep to your buddies. Don't you want to win the money? I thought that's what it was about. No, I mean, I, the money's secondary to talking to bleep. All right, Bill, let's take it from... I almost invited you, by the way. Would you have come in? We needed a guy last minute, but then we've got filled in. 
No, I'm not a good fantasy player in terms of like always setting my roster and being, oh. yeah, like I'm, I'm that guy. So you manage your team the way you manage the show? <laughs> yeah, there you go. You made the same. No. Yeah, that's the same correlation. Oh, no. All right, Bill, let's go from fantasy to the NFL. Ram stud wide receiver Cooper Cup visited a specialist this weekend after he suffered a setback with his injured hamstring last week. Now, according to Rams head coach Sean McVay, Cup is officially day-to-day, although it seems likely that Cup will not play in L.A.'s season opener on Sunday against the Seahawks. My question to you, Bill, buy yourself that 30-year-old Cooper Cup. His best football is behind him. Bye. Bye. Yeah. I have thought about this through a football prism. I have thought about this through a fantasy sports talk and bleep with my buddies prism. My optimism level is super low. And like we don't have a lot of information on, on what's going on, but doesn't it feel like there's a sense of uh, there's an ominous vibe coming out of what we're getting on Cup? They tried to tell us these last few weeks, hey, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's not that serious. It's day-to-day. Well, then why isn't he practicing? Hey, Cooper Cup's still not practicing. What's going on here? Now yeah. he's seeing a specialist. Like, you don't see a specialist if things are trending in the right direction. Obviously, had a bit of a setback. How bad was it actually, though? I want to send you to a psychic. <laughs> a psychic, huh? Yeah. And now I what... was thinking about what kind of a specialist would I send you to, and I thought psychic. And what are we hoping to get from that? Well, you're just very incredulous by nature, but you also are very like dog with a bone, so I want the psychic to tell you something absurd and for you to just latch onto it. Hey, it leads me right into my next question. Mm. Speaking of being stubborn, Kansas City's Chris Jones and San Francisco's Nick Bosa are still holding out for new contracts. Now, the Chiefs have a game in just two days against the Lions, while the 49ers play the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Bill, buy yourself that the Chiefs and the 49ers are good enough to survive without their best defensive players in the regular season. It's a great question. I'm going to buy for different reasons. Now, look, this is in the margins. I could be wrong, and it's going to be, they're obviously incredibly important. I think the Chiefs are just good enough. And I think Steve Berline made a really good point. They have to bring the focus, and they can't be the mighty Casey striking out again and being lackadaisical at the start, right? Those slow starts are a problem, and you may not have as much of a margin for error without Chris Jones. Nick Bosa, maybe, well, there's no Mahomes there. I just don't think the NFC is that deep and that good. And, and not that Bosa's not a, an important player, but that's still a really good defense. It, it depends. I don't think it's a lock that Brock Purdy is going to be great, by the way. I, I think he will be. I, but he's not, you know, insert whatever court. It's not a lock. But assuming that he can be what they expect him to be, I yes, I think the Niners, because of the, the conference they're in, I think the Chiefs, because of the quarterback they have, are, are going to be okay, despite what are significant problems in terms of what they're losing. All right, Bill, let's get to college football here. While Ohio State got a 20-point win over Indiana on Saturday, their offense looked pedestrian for most of the game. Now, newly named starting quarterback, Kyle McCord finished with 239 passing yards, but he didn't throw a single touchdown pass. Plus, no Buckeye running back had more than 57 yards rushing. Bill Byersell, you're concerned about number three Ohio State in Ryan Day's fifth full year as head coach. I bye. I'm moderately. Bye. I'm moderately concerned. Yeah. I, I, did you just use the word pedestrian? Pedestrian offense against Indiana. I think that's right. And Indiana is not exactly a Big Ten powerhouse that you're going up against. It's early. This is why you want, I said this earlier, to play 
programs that are not top echelon at the start of your season because in case there's some rust. But it was not, not only was it not a, a glorious beginning, they enter a reality. When's the last time, I'm trying to remember last year, when Ohio State was largely not expected to be the best team in the Big Ten? I think most people would agree. Now, it's close, but most, certainly there's a 50-50 split or more that would take Michigan this year. I agree with that, and I think in Ryan Day's entire tenure up until this point, they have been expected to be the best team in the Big Ten. Every every single time. And we thought Penn State was going to be outstanding, but it looks like it's going to be a Mich- I think it's going to be a it's going to be a Michigan Ohio State race and Iowa. This is Michigan. <laughs> All right, Bill. Speak- you like that? <laughs> Speaking of there Michigan, as the, the number two Wolverines broke the huddle to play. The start of their second offensive drive of the season on Saturday against East Carolina, the Wolverines paid tribute to suspended head coach Jim Harbaugh. Now, the 11 offensive players stood in a line and held up four fingers before lining up at their respective positions in a nod to Harbaugh, who wore the number four jersey during his playing time at Michigan. Remember, Bill, this is a self-imposed three-game suspension by Michigan, not by the NCAA. Buy or sell Michigan players acknowledging Harbaugh's suspension was a bad look for the school. I mean, I just think it's dumb, so I'll buy your question. I, I just And you said all of it in, in the question. It's a self-imposed suspension. What are you protesting? Go down to the athletic department and hold up your four fingers there. I know there's more involved, and they're trying to head off what will be probably a massive NCAA potential penalty because the four-game suspension that they'd 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 agreed upon fell apart. It's so weird that they self-imposed a game less. It's like we're all self-imposed, but we're going to be stubborn. It, it's all it's all strange. I, I just yes, I found it tone deaf and silly, and and just unnecessary. Also, I know Harbaugh's a legend there, but like it's not like oh, come on, man. What is this? What, trying to be Rudy here? What are you doing? <laughs> All right, Bill. Now you've seen Rudy, right? I have seen Rudy multiple times. Great. When do I start getting offended no. by you asking me if I've seen classic movies? Like, when does that hit? Like, what's the movie? You're asking me to, to gauge your emotions? Yeah. I mean, I've seen Rudy, man. I know I haven't seen a lot of the movies you think are great, but I've seen Rudy. All right, Bill, let's stay in college football here. Very sensitive for you, Daddy. <laughs> Wyoming took care of business yeah. against Texas Tech on Saturday, winning 35-33 in double overtime after the Red Raiders had jumped out to a 17-0 lead. Texas Tech, Bill, as you know, had high expectations this season after beating both Texas and Oklahoma in a single season last year for the first time ever. Buy or sell Texas Tech becoming an elite football program in the Big 12 <laughs> With Texas and OU leaving. Why Why are you asking me this after they lost to Wyoming? How am I supposed to buy this? I mean, this was supposed to be a year in which they they put it all together finally. Wyoming, that's the team you get tripped up by. And which, by the way, it led to a great back and forth on social media between Josh Allen, who went to Wyoming, and Patrick Mahomes, who, of course, went to Texas Tech. Who is going to dominate the Big 12? Probably Utah. That's part of it, too. Utah's the best program, but it seems like they're not flashy enough. They're not sexy enough. But that's that's part of it. Like, who is going to be that team? I will sell that it's Tech. Sell. Buy or sell, you could name all of the teams that will be in the Big 12. I'm not sure I could. Sell. Yeah. Partly, too, because I'm just 
so disgusted by all this conference realignment that I don't want to know who plays where, but for my job, I will learn at one point the 47 teams that are now in the Big 12. <laughs> Folks, I want you to notice the use of the term at one point. Uh, <laughs> buy or sell, you think you will ever step foot in the state of Wyoming? Sell. I'm, I'm going to buy it, realistic. I'm going to buy it. I, buy. I have never been to Montana, to Idaho, to Washington State, to Wyoming, or to North Dakota, and it is like an increasing bucket list thing for me to get, to get up there. I'm from Iowa. I've been all over the country. I've lived all over the country. I, I've heard Boise's, um, my brother goes there and hangs out. I've heard Boise's amazing. Montana's supposed to be beautiful. Wyoming's supposed to be beautiful. I want to get there. How do you know I haven't already been to Wyoming? Because I know you. I'm very well-traveled. Yeah, you are extremely well-traveled. Remember that one time you went to the city? (laughs) All right, Bill, let's get to some baseball here. Dodgers pitcher Julio Arias was arrested and charged with felony domestic violence on Sunday. Arias has been with the Dodgers his entire career, but this is not the first time he's been arrested on suspicion of domestic violence. Now, back in May 2019, he was arrested in a parking lot in Los Angeles after witnesses told police they saw him push a woman to the ground. Although the security footage reportedly supported what the witnesses saw, the woman Arias was with told police that she fell. The L.A. city attorney declined to press charges. Arias was suspended for 20 games for the incident back in 2019. Bill, buy or sell Julio Arias will ever pitch again for the L.A. Dodgers. I know the vibe here is people hope not. And obviously we have to see what comes of it. But felony domestic violence, I will sell. Sell. Now I will say this. And I hope it's understood that I am speculating on something that is an accusation and we don't have all the information. And I'm not trying to disparage Andrew Friedman at all. However... The Dodgers under Andrew Friedman, as happens to be the case of people who have an analytical approach to the game, has a tendency to give people lots of second chances and third chances. There have been some folks who have come in under Andrew Friedman with the Dodgers who I would not have given another opportunity to. So if there's an organization where they're going to make it work, it's the, the Dodgers. But, Tom, presuming the, the, the accusations are accurate, Based on what you just told us about the former incident where he really, there weren't repercussions outside of baseball suspending him. Yeah, I think there's a chance this is it. All right, Bill, let's get to some tennis here. Both Novak Djokovic and Carlos Alcaraz have both advanced to the quarterfinals of the U.S. Open. Djokovic survived a two-set deficit in the third round to advance over the weekend. It would have been Djokovic's earliest exit since 2006 at the U.S. Open. Buy or sell, you still feel that Novak Djokovic and Carlos Alcaraz will play each other in the U.S. Open Finals. Bye. Bye. By the way, I watched that Djokovic match. He got down two sets. I knew he was going to win, and he was still a betting favorite to win that match when he was down two sets to zero. And do you remember my buddy? Remember my buddy put in that twenty-five to one bet. Djokovic, no, excuse me, Alcaraz and Coco both to win. They're both still. Now we get down to brass tacks, though. I like that expression. Let's get down to brass tacks. Do you know the origin point of that? No, but I think probably brass tacks are something that are really, like, instrumental in the building phase. When you get down to, when you find the brass tacks, you're at the building blocks. Get down to the building blocks. Let's get down to the real stuff. Brass tacks. Speaking of building blocks, let's talk some hoops here. Hoopier than thou. 
Mm. Team USA bounced back with a win over Italy earlier this morning in the quarterfinals of the FIBA World Cup. The U.S. had lost to Lithuania over the weekend, but was still able to advance. Bill, buy or sell the FIBA World Cup has any relevance at all. That's funny, because I was going to ask you, buy or sell, you care? And it's the same answer for me, sell. I know I'm supposed to care. Am I supposed to care? My editor at CBSSports.com was like, hey, do you want to write about FIBA for us? And my answer was, I don't care about it, but I will if you want me to. So when I saw that we lost to Lithuania over the weekend, I read up about the game just because, like, it's kind of embarrassing when we lose. But when we win, it should be a non-story. Right, that's what it is. How did we lose to Lithuania? I didn't even go that far. I was like, oh, whatever. They don't, you know what that told me? They don't care either. We were down like 17 at, ha- at halftime, and we ended up losing by six, I believe. That's a amazing retelling of that game. <laughs> Thank you, Bob Costas. It's hard to care. Who cares? These games are on early, especially when you're talking about playing on a holiday weekend. The games are really early in the morning. I was busy watching soccer. By the way, in that game, I don't even know. Messi had two assists. They beat an L- Inter Miami, beat LAFC, which is a really good soccer team. They're they're amazing, dude. But now he's not playing for Inter Miami for like two weeks now because he's got to go back to play for international. Argentina. Yeah. Well, this is not this is not a soccer problem. This is an MLS problem. Everywhere else in the world, they take an international break. So Barcelona or Bayern Munich, if that's your if that's your cup of tea or or whatever. Arsenal, and he, they're all on break. Because if I'm not mistaken, too, they got to go pack back and play the finals for whatever cup they were just, the league's cup that they were playing in a couple weeks ago. They haven't played the final for that yet. How would you feel if you bought expensive tickets to see Messi and hadn't calculated there's an international break? Man, I would be livid. Livid. But you get to see Jordi Alba and Sergio Busquets. Who cares? I, I do. Everybody wants to see Messi. You paid for you paid for the Apple TV subscription thing, right? Yes, we have Apple TV. Yes. Do me a favor. Go back. Start at the 40th minute of the game. It'll take you five minutes. It's somewhere in there. And when you see Jordi Alba go for his throw-in, look for Henry. And if you look really carefully, you can see the security guard, like, running. <laughs> yeah. Dude, my kid, my kid just does what he does, doesn't he? And doesn't Messi, I know this was Jordi Alba, but doesn't Messi have his own personal security guard, too? Yeah, and the guys in all the photos. Oh, yeah. So he had to be, like, right next to Henry and Messi as, you know, he got his autograph. Some idiot ran on the field, and there's a photo of the guy getting getting sort of choked out by the security. But the security guard can move, man. He is a big, fast dude. He's big. He's fast. He's intimidating. He can move. We're going to keep it moving. What a transition. We'll get into Pretty Daddy's new Twitter handle after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. The defensive player that we get sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union. Easy for me to say. Who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Georgia's Kyron Jones finished off the scoring for the Bulldogs with a 26-yard pick six as Georgia beat UT Martin 48-7 on Saturday. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union. My in-laws are in the Navy, Tom. Did you know that? I knew you had family in the Navy. Yeah. I did not know it was your in-laws. Yeah. They, uh, my wife's sister and brother-in-law. Got it. Got it. So my sister-in-law and brother-in-law. Um, you changed your, your Twitter handle to Pretty Daddy CBS. Before you did that, someone started a Twitter handle called Not Pretty Daddy, which I now follow on Twitter. Pretty Daddy tweets at me and at Pretty Daddy CBS. That's you. Pretty Daddy CBS only changes handle because you said it could help him get a promotion raise. That is probably true. Come That's on. what struck. What? On. Why can't I just be dedicated to the show? Because it's been two years and you haven't been dedicated to the show yet. But that's the first time you asked me to change my Twitter slash X handle. Did um, did did Tom DiBenedetto, the Jim Rome executive producer, did he change his name to Chalk or Chocula? I don't think so. I think it's still producer underscore Tom. I believe that is accurate. Would it be fair to say, and I hope he's listening right now in the Jim Rome studios, it depends if they have it on or not, would it be fair to say that, therefore, you are more dedicated to your job than, than Tom DiBenedetto is to his Jim Rome job? I think that's exactly what we just said. I mean, is that a fair conclusion? I don't know how else to measure it, so yes. Certainly more committed to the audience. Now, here's what I struggled with. Talk to me. I didn't know if I should send you a screenshot of my new Twitter handle or let you figure it out for yourself. It probably would have been more fun had you figured it out on your own, but we weren't going to be together over the long weekend, so I re- you know, I really wanted to let you know. You wanted the credit quickly. I, I love credit. I love <laughs> you deserved credit. it. I mostly you, love getting credit even when I don't deserve it. When you, yeah, that, is, that is accurate. When you sent me the screen grab, I didn't believe it, and I went to Twitter immediately and looked it up and, just, and was stunned by Pretty Daddy CBS. Has anyone asked you about it in the office? Uh, no, no one yet. So uh, thank you to my colleagues for not <laughs> checking out my Twitter on a regular basis. Uh, I have gotten plenty of listener feedback that they were very happy that I changed it, but none of my colleagues here at CBS Sports Radio. That guy is really proud of you. I can't tell if he loves me or hates me. Um, I got a nice note from someone I, I shouted out earlier on the show, the gentleman who sent me the Bob Seger interview, who said he called in once and just pointed out that it was he called in a while back about something that brought him joy because you were all bah humbugging. I mean, the people know you, bro. They see you. <laughs> you are seen. But not, not for reasons that I want to be seen, though. 
Can I tell you that I can't believe my kid met Messi? I or got his autograph. I tried so hard to get Mark Grace. For me, it was Mark Grace, right? I didn't have Asper, and I lived in Chicago when this. Was, I mean, Jordan was there, and I never even, I never even in the Burbs never thought it was possible. And I, 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 I couldn't get Mark Grace's damn autograph. The fact that my kid got met. I mean. I'm so proud of my son, man. He just, like, got in there, too. He also, I was just like, oh, my God, Henry. Everyone loved it but me. Every time Inter-Miami scored a goal, which was three times, Henry ripped off his shirt and was, like, waving his shirt. <laughs> and I mean, couldn't even get his shirt back on every time. He does not lack self-confidence. He, he loves pulling. Apparently, at recess, he gets yellow cards for this. When he, like, scores a goal, he'll pull off a shirt. And just like run around the player on their shirt off. I can see why that's frowned upon at recess. It's <laughs> well said. He do, he does not he does not lack confidence. I need you to go check this out on Apple TV. I need you to go since you already paid for it. You got to look homework? it up. More homework than I, I did the last. You already assignment. nominated my wife for bum of the week. You can't go look at my kid be on TV. What's wrong with you, man? All right, I'm writing it down. It's what not, do I got? It's not homework. It's joy work. <laughs> not a lot of things bring me joy, though. Go to the start at the 40th minute of, of the match. Do you know how, what that means? <laughs> I, I think I can do that. And watch until you see my kid high-five Jordy Alba. That's what I... Got it. Got it. Jordy it's Alba. It's your joy work. High-five. You wrote it down. Yeah, I take notes. Now, whether I execute said notes is a different story. I always you know, write down what you say, though. Do you know who's a huge soccer fan? Is um, Jim Rome and Maggie and Perloff, executive producer, excuse me, associate producer, Stuart Kovacs. I'm really excited for Stu to come back from his three-week vacation because <laughs> I want to tell him about it. <laughs> you see he's doing, like, a soccer podcast now, too? Good for him. No, he's not. Yeah, good for him. He's doing a soccer podcast? Yeah. On his all, own or for all, us? No, that's only tweets. I think on his own. That's all he tweets about these days. I, I don't. Do I follow Stu on Twitter? Ouch. I do. I'm just never on. Is it Stuart Kovac CBS still? Uh, yes, Stuart. Very, very, uh, very formal. Very formal. I'm very well. Good for him. Soccer. Why have I not been invited as a guest on that show? I wasn't looking to start anything. Wow. Yeah, you were. I like that you did too. He is at Pretty Daddy CBS. I'm Bill Ryder. The show is Ryder than you. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.